Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to Christ.
but does not mean that the story afterwards somehow subverts scripture and scripture is just kind of this place mark along the way. You know, scripture has a primacy within the church, but that the spirit of God himself did not leave the church and that he guides the church to this day, same as in the apostles' time. That something that touches the apostles that could heal, we're not that uh, confused or we're not wondering or arguing about whether or not some garment of the Theotokos could actually heal someone. Because that, this event that has come into the calendar of the church was about healing, if I remember correctly, correctly an empress and being placed in the church for veneration, uh, a church dedicated to the mother of God in Constantinople. And I like all of these little feast days that crop up in the calendar that are very specific miracles. Michael coming and diverting a river, right? Of all of these, even we have, we'll have here soon, uh, basically an anniversary of the Holy Sepulchre, which isn't miraculously, but we have a feast day that's all the like the founding of, the starting of, of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. We, we have all of these, some might see it like accretions, and there has been a movement in other ecclesiastical circles outside the Orthodox Church that sees these accretions or feast days or even saints and then kind of cut them out because they don't seem like they fit with the current in vogue thing. And I kind of rather like that we don't and have not taken scissors to things. We still have St. Christopher. We still have all these saints. We have the reality that God is with us and it should affect the way that we interact with the world itself, but then especially coming to church, uh, coming to venerate the icons and the presence of the saints within the icons or the fact that we have relics of the saints with us in this church. That in our homes we have icons. That the presence of God, of course, is everywhere. You can find God underneath a tree, but there is something particular and he's always offered that by particularity, that he offers himself and his healing presence through material things, belts, napkins, the hem of his own garment, that we have access to him uh, everywhere, but in particular locations that he himself and his loved ones have, let's say, agreed to meet <coughs> us in those places. It's also why I love that the Orthodox Church has so many feast days about all of these. If you actually look at the, you know, because every day we might do one or two names, like I did three, two names in an event today. But if you were to look at all of the Orthodox Churches and compile them, I, some days I could have like 20 saints, especially if you do, you know, the British Isles, or rather the Isles. Uh, if you do Russia, Serbia, Romania, ancient Gaul, Egypt, out going out further, the Syrians, like, we would have 20, 30 a day, because we don't commemorate all of them here in the local church, but just to think about all of these particularities, these particular peoples, these particular places that God himself has agreed to meet us, that his loved ones, his saints, have agreed to meet us and to help us. 
So let us keep in mind God's presence to us. He is the one beyond all that we can imagine. He is the one above the angels, but he is also present to us, and he helps us, and he has given the power of intercession through his loved ones, the saints. And this is how he has always worked with his people. To him, whom we give glory, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.